Hello, Dr. Shaw here with our 36th podcast, Teaching Humanity Remotely. Today, I'm going to continue answering your most frequently asked questions from my book, A Parent's Guide to Effective Communication with Children. But first, I just want to uh, say that I'm trying to keep these podcasts relatively short, between 10 and 12 minutes, because I know that we're all really busy. And so I'm trying to be engaging enough that you are interested in paying attention for the 10 to 12 minutes that I share. And before I discuss the question that I'm going to be answering today, I want to just say something that I've talked about before, and I just had a relearning of this that I thought was pertinent enough to bring up, and that is the importance of championing someone and the importance of being championed. If you don't know what I mean, if you think back in your lifetime to that one person who would always encourage you and support you, that's so uplifting. And many, many times during our really hectic day and our busy schedules, we don't have the opportunity to really champion our children. In some ways, it's more likely that we're stressed out with our children. Come on, hurry up. We have to do this. We have to do this. We have to do that. You know, so when you have the time, if you can remember what it felt like when you were championed by somebody and how uplifting and motivating and encouraging and how that not only made you feel good, but it actually encouraged you to fulfill your intention to achieve your goal. If you remember that, then you could be more mindful to remember to make sure that at some point in some area, you're championing your child. It really goes a long way. And what made me bring this up again is that I have a few friends that really have my back and that always champion me. I don't ask for it and I don't expect it blindly. And whenever they do it, whenever my friend or friends champion me, I am moved in the exact same way with an attitude of gratitude and with a incredible, stronger desire to fulfill my aim and reach my goal just by their words of encouragement. And I'm a grown up. And it just made me think about how many children I have championed and even children who were very challenging students or who received a lot of very strong learning lessons from me. There were always ways in which I can champion them and I did champion them. And it was because of that that they could really be open to the learning lessons, the challenging and difficult learning lessons that I presented them with. It was because they knew I had their back and their best interest. And my real goal, even when I had to be firm, was really to uplift them. I really was championing them, even in those hard moments. And they knew it. And so I just wanted to remind us all and remind parents and caretakers and teachers and adults who are responsible to and for children, remember to champion them whenever you can but only do it when you're really sincere. You want to be truthful about it because they know, and then you'll know, and then you'll celebrate that good feeling together, and there will be an attitude of gratitude. And to my few friends out there who always champion me, you know who you are. 
I thank you so much for it. And your support and love inspires me to do what I do and to do the best job at it. So thank you so much. Okay, to question five. Question five is, what do I do with my children who always want to talk when I am uncomfortable talking because I don't know what to say? And I love that. I love that honest question. All of the questions in this book came from parents asking me questions via the podcast. And I think that I love this question so much because I appreciate the honesty because sometimes we don't know what to say. And even as a teacher, you know, the importance of teaching, you teach to the whole group. And so that while everyone's working, you can go and really check on small little groups or individuals. And often we didn't know what to say. And that's the most important part when you really have that individual or that small group where you need to know what to say when they ask a question and they are lacking in understanding. How do you do it? How do you teach or answer in a new way? So thank you so much for the honesty of this question. So here's my answer. Facing facts, we are all human and clearly no one has the perfect answers all of the time. As human beings, we also all have different temperaments. And as such, some of us are extroverts and others are introverts. Given this fact, when we are parents, we are invited to broaden our horizons. We must learn to overcome our individual limitations. And that's true. That's so true, not just for parents, for teachers. Just by having to interact with other people, we are invited to broaden our horizons. And that's thrilling and challenging, but certainly a gift. If you are usually uncomfortable when talking about certain subjects with your children, consider the following. One, read books on the subject as you're doing now. Two, talk to friends and or professionals to help you become more comfortable. Three, try to come to your own understanding as to why you are uncomfortable. Then find ways to work through your discomfort. One way to do that would be to briefly explain your own discomfort to your child. Admitting your own vulnerability to your child makes you seem more human to them. Your vulnerability has its own rewards, including increasing mutual respect and a greater connection between you and your child. It invites your child to start to feel comfortable sharing their vulnerability with you as well. Now, what I mean by that is that when my daughter was a teenager, I would be straight up and I would say, listen, this is the way I'm feeling. And, you know, it's a 50-50 shot that you're going to agree with me or you're not going to agree with me. And if you disagree with me, tell me why. Let's talk about that. But by me saying that I knew that there was possibility for me to also grow and be flexible, that engaged my teenager. Now, when your child is very young, I don't think that you should say something to your child that is ever, ever, ever received to them as a burden. Like if you are in a relationship and you're breaking up with your partner, you don't burden your child by saying, you know, your mommy or your daddy's really not a nice person or something. Those are all grown-up things that you keep to yourself. What I mean is that when you are having that conversation with your child about a playmate that you think may not be in your child's best interest, then you're allowed to say, look, I have some concerns the way in which you two play together. You're allowed to say that. 
you're not blaming the other child. You're not blaming your child. You're just saying from your observations, this is what you noticed and you don't know if it's a good combination. You're allowed to say that because the truth will set you free. As long as you're not speaking in a way that is putting any burden on your child, you are the grown up and you need to be the one who's taking responsibility. And you, again, don't be afraid to be firm as long as you're loving and you're clear. You know, sometimes you just have to make a decision that your child may not like, but you can do it in a way that your child could respect. If you feel that you just can't get comfortable talking with your children regarding certain topics, feel free to invite your child to speak with professional counselors. You too can do counseling or you can participate in family therapy. If you decide to take advantage of professional counselors for your child or do family therapy, prior to making any appointments, I recommend sitting your child down and explaining to them that there are subjects you feel unprepared to discuss with them. Tell them that while you are looking into gaining the skills to communicate more effectively, you are going to make a few appointments for both of you to speak with counselors who can ensure you are all getting your needs met. This gives you the time that you need to gain the knowledge that is required so you can learn to be comfortable talking with your child. It also makes sure that your child is given and has the opportunities to communicate their needs and concerns with the skilled adult. This offer shows your child how much you love them. It also illustrates that even though you are the adult, you are not an expert on all things. It demonstrates that you, like them, are learning new skills and gaining new abilities. Noting and marking it when you need to gain new knowledge serves as a model to invite your child to learn how to problem solve in new areas, and this helps in their development. And it's really true for you to say, oh, I don't know the answer there. I'm going to find resources to help me. It's inviting them. It's showing them that you, the person who they love the most in the world, is a learner and is willing to learn new things and doesn't know everything. It makes you really human and your child will really respond positively to that. It's also not putting the burden on them. Learning how to talk with your child is critical during all stages of your child's development. A sound foundation needs to be established from the beginning to foster open, non-judgmental conversations at the beginning of childhood and throughout your child's life. And that's really, really important. If you want to have effective communication with your older child, with your teenager, you need to start from day one with your baby. Because if you don't have it when your child's young, do not expect that when your child's a teenager, they're going to tell you what they're doing. So this is going to be a foundational skill that gets practiced and practiced and practiced every day. So while your child's young, the foundation is being built so that it's only natural that when your child gets older, your child will still want to talk to you. So enjoy practicing effective communication. Please, please, please visit my website at learnwithmeremotely.com. There you will see all of my books and you'll be able to listen to all of my podcasts. And also please feel free to go to amazon.com, go to Dr. Mindy Shaw's author's page and you'll see new books are coming out and we'll talk about some new books next week. Until then, enjoy effective communication. And that concludes this episode of the podcast series, Teaching Humanity Remotely with Dr. Mindy Shaw. Thank you for listening. You can follow Dr. Shaw on Facebook. 
Her page is Learn With Me Remotely. That's on Facebook. That's also her website, learnwithmeremotely.com. Her podcasts and all the books that she's been referring to are on that site for purchase, and samples are there as well. You can follow her on Twitter at Dr. Mindy Shaw One. Doctor is abbreviated DR, and the one is the number one, Dr. Mindy Shaw One. And on Instagram at Dr. Mint with a T Shaw. Thanks again for listening. Watch out for the next podcast in the series. That'll be coming real soon.